G'day and welcome to this episode of the Irish Australia podcast, where we shine a light on Australia's ever-growing Irish community. If you like the show, please follow us on your podcast app and leave us a review while you're there. Now, let's get into today's show. G'day and welcome to this episode of the Irish Australia podcast. I am delighted to say we're being joined by Karen Murphy, current president of the Sydney St. Patrick's Day Festival Organising Committee. Karen, how are you? I'm grand, thank you. It's nice and nice of you to have me. Really delighted to be here. Yeah, I thought it would be a good timing, you know, um, St. Patrick's Day, obviously just around the corner in a, a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And mm-hmm. I know you've got a big... Uh, plethora of events that's uh, happening across kind of four days across the city in various venues and, and various places but um we'll get into that uh, shortly maybe just give okay. us a bit of background on yourself you know how where are you from originally how did you kind of end up in Australia and kind of end up uh, you know in the role that you're in now okay um well yeah so basically my mum and dad both are from Cork and my mum followed my dad over to the UK. Um, they moved around quite a bit. Birmingham was obviously the first place they touched base. Me and my four sisters were all born um, down south, so we were all sort of Brighton area, so we all come from the Brighton area. And then um, so then my first sister came out early 80s, I think. Um, my second sister followed her out, and she was a nurse, so it was really easy for her to go in get a visa. So she came over for a few years. Then she went back and did a midwifery. Then she went back again to Australia. Then mum was like, um, "So my, actually, it's my dad's anniversary. He's been dead twenty years today on, on a leap year." But um, so my mum was like backwards and forwards between the two two girls there and two girls here. And then my third sister, when she put her visa in, we thought, "Oh, she might not get it because Australia can be very." Um, hard on people with illnesses and her son had kidney problems so we thought she won't get a visa anyway she'd got her visa so it turned out the three of them were there and then obviously because I was late in life um, I ended up with the last remaining relative visa which actually only took eight months to get and it got me PR straight away so I had PR before I landed so I had obviously got two children. They were sort of in the twenties, so they went back to college, so they could come on to my visa. So we all three of us came out, um, did four years, did did our citizenship at St Patrick's in Hyde Park in two thousand and fifteen, and my daughter went back. My son's still here, and so hence me and my sisters are all here. My mum's here. My dad's back at Curragh up up there on the graveyard, looking over the River Lee. Um, nice nice spot. And so basically, so I came out in 2010 and um, got a job with EY, um, was with them for three and a half years. Um, and during that time, I saw a Facebook ad saying, um, Sydney St. Patrick's Day, we're looking for volunteers. And that was probably about six, seven, eight, nine years ago. And so I turned up for the meetings, started to help out with the music side, started to help out with events. And then two years later, I said, hey, why don't, you know, Robert, who was the sit president then said why don't why don't you become the president and that was six years ago and they originally had um a sort of three-year limit on a anybody that's in a an office bearing role anyway they changed the constitution hence six years later I'm still doing the role um and it is a volunteer role um and my I'm also in a full-time job, so I work for the two theatres in Sydney, the Lyric and the Capital Theatre. So that's my day job. 
Um, and also, like, obviously, the St. Patrick's Day. I always say to people, you, you can't volunteer if you've got an ego. Um, you have to do it from your heart. And there's a saying that says there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing stronger than the heart of a volunteer because that's what you give, your heart and your passion and everything else for it. So, um, and so hence, I mean, I know we're going to talk about that a bit later, of how, how we've grown, and that's been through having a, you know, a great supportive committee. And, and I was very fortunate last year to um, win the Lansdowne Peter Brennan Chairman's Award for um, services to the Irish community, um, because obviously we've done quite a lot with St. Patrick's in the last um, 10 years, because with the rain and the uh, financial issues that they had back in 2000, it was a little bit hard to get it back off the ground. Um, so we've all worked you know, all really, really well to, to bring it to, to where we are today, um, you know, a four-day event. Um, and, and again, this year, we're very fortunate to have St. Patrick's Day on the Sunday, which is the main day of our event day. Um, so somewhere back in time, it was decided that St. Patrick's Festival would be done on the third, third Sunday of the month, which i.e. of March. So it falls onto the 17th every six, seven years or something. So we're very fortunate to have that again this year. So that's me in a quick, really quick nutshell, really. <laughs> Hence, that, and that's how I'm here. So, yeah. So I had the, I was the last uh, out of my family. I was the last remaining relative to um, jump on the plane in 2010. So yeah, here yeah, I am. It's a great, uh, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a great, it's a great story. Now, I was like so fascinated about, you know, how people end up in Australia, and it's it, it's weird. You you think everyone is like, oh no, they like you know did the whole working holiday thing, and you know got a sponsorship, and or you know married yeah. somebody, and then they ended up staying or whatever. And you you think all the stories are are some way uniform, you know, there's a few little kinks here and there. But actually, the more you talk yeah. to people, the more varied the the stories actually are about like how people like end up in Australia, and there's way more kind of depth and twists and turns in the story stories than than you would kind of first imagine but um in terms of the committee in terms of the committee i mean how big a committee i mean you know i also kind of work on events and uh you know i know how much planning and organizing goes into organizing even the smallest event um in terms of yeah the, the committee itself i mean are you six seven people or is it you know much broader than that or a core committee of six seven with you know multiples upon multiples of like volunteers that you can call on yeah so it's sort of we're sort of about 2025 um and some of them have small roles some have bigger roles so we basically we are um a four 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 people office bearers committee and then we've extended we've so we have that as the core so the core is the four office bearers these president, vice president, secretary, and treasurer, and then we've got a, like a little extra subcommittee of made of seven. So it includes those four plus um, events, marketing, and fundraising. And um, so that gives us another seven. Then we've got other other teams as well. So we've got logistics, we've got marketing, we've got the stalls, we've got the children's area, we've got the parade, we've got the citizenship, um, we've got music. So they all sort of lot into little um, self-managed units and they will have people that one will be managing most of it and then they'll have one or two people doing one little bit oh and merchandising and you'll have one or people doing smaller bots of that so it sort of um, could send us into a 
a, a big area. So you start off sort of in this spot and then it obviously cascades out. So it's like little tentacles. So we've got lots of little tentacles and they all tend to come in and we 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 come in and they're sort of self-managed to a degree um, unless obviously there's something that they need to needs a big discussion whether it's a heavy budget or something like that then obviously we would we would come into the the seven or the, or the four office bearers but um yeah so they work they work there's a lot of people so there's quite a lot of people doing some are doing a little bit some are doing more than that some are running teams some have just got a smaller project to do but we all seem to manage to bring it all together and um bring on the event that um you know we we've we put together over the last 10 years. So it started off with just a one-day event and over sort of started up to three years ago, it's three, last year it's four, and this year we've amalgamated it into four as well. So, um, yeah, it's 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 it takes up a lot of time, a lot of night time, you know, when you – so people often get an email from from us or from me at 11, 11, half 11 at night, you know, or at the weekend. So it does take a heck of a lot of time, but – I think the passion um, and the commitment that the team have is second to none. You couldn't, you know, I mean, I always said, like, if we paid everybody, if we were actually a company and we did this event, you know, it would be an awful lot of money and time, energy and people's skill set and um, and commitment that they have. So um, it's been, um, it's, it's, been a long journey but the the satisfaction of what we've done and what we've brought to the Irish community is you know it stands itself you know it's it's it showcases itself you know and we're very fortunate as well to be able to you know be in the rocks area looking at the opera house looking at the bridge you know and looking at the history of um of, of the rocks itself so we're very fortunate with that as well um and so this we... year no, go ahead. So this year we've got um, the Lakela, which means together. So that's our theme for this year. Last year it was back proud of our roots. So um, we try and do a theme with it each year as well. So we've got a bit of a, um, you know, a bit of theme going through of what we're doing and and how we're doing it. And of course this year we're massively excited to um, to be on Pitt Street. So we haven't been in a major a major street in Sydney for over ten years. So um, it's yeah it's it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a massive feather in our cap the 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 um the parade this year um and then also like when you come down into the rocks area we've got our main stage which we've got a variety of irish live music on we've got our mca lawns which is going to have our sessions area and we also work with the um irish sport agency so you know their tea tent is back which is again another slice of history that quietened down for a little while so that's come back and that's great for everybody because it's it's a bit of a um you know people would turn up there that haven't seen each other since last St Patrick's so it's a real community benefit for you know for them and for the people doing you know joining them and then we have the children's area which is going to be down at Blind Barney and Cadman's Cottage so um they've got Irish dancing on the stage they've got craft they've got language they've got Penny whistle lessons, ill and pipe lessons, um, face painting. Um, I think there's going to be Irish. I said Irish language, and then as you come round, I'm, I'm I'm working my way around the park, as you can tell, and then we come to the foreshore where we do our citizenship. So we're very fortunate because there's, I think we are the only community group that run a citizenship ceremony. 
So this year we've, we're going to do two on the same day. Normally what happens, we do one on St. Patrick's Day and then one on the Sunday. This year we've got two on the same day um, and we've got nearly 80, 85 people making their citizenship this year. So it's just amazing. And if we delve back a little bit into the into the history, I mean, for people who wouldn't know, when was the first, you know, proper St. Patrick's Day festival or parade that they actually that actually Sydney ever hosted? Forty five years ago, so it's nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I think it's forty five years. Nineteen seventy nine was the first one, and they've pretty much continued from that date. You know, they've had the odd relapse. Um, but, you know, they used to be in Hyde Park. They used to be able to walk down George Street, up through Bathurst Street, back up to Hyde Park. So, you know, they they were massive and they used to have floats and everything else like that. But, of course, with the changes that have happened in the city with the trams and road closures, it's been even more difficult to do it. Um, and obviously they had the, 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 the terrible rains in 2015, which caused them a financial um error so since then that it's just grown and grown and grown and grown so um yeah so same this i mean if you go back to the 1800s or 1700s you know they used to have the gentry doing big big dinners and then the other people used to go down and have picnics by the shore so the actual celebration of saint patrick's has been here since the 1700s but the actual parade wise of it has been since 1979 has been the sydney saint patrick's day committee yeah i think uh, and, sorry, I, I'm I'm, sorry sorry i'm i'm terrible and and also at some point there was i think three or four years where it's a public holiday so we might Just campaign for nice. that to come back <laughs> well, we'll work on that one given it's on a sunday <laughs> this year uh, if monday was a holiday i think a lot of people have probably appreciated <laughs> But um, yeah, I remember, I think it was two, I'm trying to think now, work out my dates. Yeah, 2008 was my first uh, Sydney St. Patrick's Day. And I remember going to that in Hyde Park. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't in the rocks yeah. when we went to that first one. Um, but it's great to, you know, have the parade back, I think, is it 10 years? I think you said that uh, since 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 the last parade, no matter which street it's on. Um, because, you know, I think for a lot of people coming over from Ireland, you know, that's like one of the core childhood memories that everybody has is like, you know, either going to the going up to Dublin for the like big parade, um, or maybe into one of the bigger cities where that's Cork, Galway or whatever. But you know, for a lot of people, you know, it's just going to their local parade, whether that's, you know, the local village, local town or the, you know, wherever you're from, there's some kind of little parade that goes on and, you know, that is a real childhood core memory for a lot of people so i think you know when people think of saint patrick's day you know a parade is like one of the biggest things that they think about and i think it's fantastic that you know we have the parade happening again in sydney well we've we have had the parade for the last few years so a few years ago we went from circular key up to doors point park and then two or three years ago we went we we shut through covid then we went from Hickson Road, the sort of the top end of George Street, and we paraded all the way down to Circular Quay. Last year, we went for, went down Argyle Street. So we went down Argyle Street, turned into George, down to Circular Quay. But this is the first time um, actually a major street in 10 years. But and, and that's one of the things I said, like when you try and tell your children about St. Patrick's Day, if if it wasn't there, you couldn't explain it. You know, you could maybe show a video or something, but to actually be there and... Um, yeah, it, it so it makes your heart go when you're actually walking down and you see the 
thousands. I mean, the first year, one of the first years, we had like 15,000. We, we didn't know what was going on. There were so many people there and we weren't expecting it. And last year we had, a, on the Sunday alone, we had over 20,000 people turn up, you know, and they were absolutely like four or five, six jammed behind the railings of as we were walking down the road. And it, it just like, and, and that's the same. So second generation, third generation children that are born in Australia, that's why it's so important that we have the, the culture and one of my big beefs is, is is this drunken leprechaun thing about St Patrick's Day and you know the Irish have got a lot more to it they've got the, lo- the longest history of language there is in the world you know they've got um, you know even down to food language history dance poetry writing you know all that that gets missed because they think, oh, it's just, yeah, 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 and it's all about drinking and having a good time. And it is. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we have bars and everything else, that thing. But what used to happen as well with St. Patrick's is they used to rely an awful lot on the bar takings to cover the cost of St. Patrick's Day. And that's something we haven't done. Um, and we did get surprised last year because we did do quite well from the bar, but we've never relied on the bar for our takings in bringing this community event to the Irish people. And I think that's changed the sort of concept of it. It's a family day. It's celebrating all things Irish, you know, not just drunken lip. No, exactly. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, you know, I think when I look at, you know, the map, because um, I was looking at on your website and, you know, running oh, yeah. down through all the things that are happening on the ver- on the various days, you know, there is something there for everybody. You know, there's mm-hmm. something there for the backpacker crowd. There's something there for the, you know, the, the, the family crowd with the young kids. It's, you know, there's something there for maybe, you know, the older Irish people who, you know, came out maybe as far back, you know, into the 80s and stuff. You know, there is definitely something there mm-hmm. for everybody and something of interest, you know, right across the spectrum, as you say, from like Irish language to dance to um music you know there's there's you know there's definitely something you could you, you'll find that's going to be of interest to you and i mean i think the festival growing i mean that must be a function of just the amount of irish people that have like come over to uh to australia and it just i mean we've all seen the stack going around the the whatsapp groups and the facebook groups that the, mm. you know last year was like a record year for you know, Irish citizens getting visas to come across to Australia. So, you know, it, 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 I think it just feeds on itself. You know, you say you had 20,000 people there last year. Well, you know, as the more people arrive and the more people kind of stay, you know, it, it, it just kind of snowballs on itself. That's right. That's right. And it just goes to show that, um, you know, that there, there, is, there is the need for the, the Irish community to be part of, um, you know, of the, of the structure and, and oh, in saying that the Irish people have been part of the structure since seventeen hundred since seven 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 hundreds, you know you know they have they they're they're um, ingrained in in the Australia in the Australia life and the Australia world and the Australia community and and then, and I think sometimes they're not really recognised for it because um, they 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 do get on with things and obviously we you know they speak English so it's you know, it's hard when somebody speaks English and you're all speaking the same language to classify you as an immigrant. Um, and that's why it's important that we celebrate this culture in the, the best form that we can and uh, and give people that maybe don't know so much about the Irish culture that it is it is so much more, you know. And, and you know yourself, the Irish have got the best hearts in the world. 
you know, absolutely best hearts in the world and they will give and give and give and give and they will support each other and they will be there for us. But I think um, with, uh, you know, one of the other things that I was looking at as well is there's so many Irish communities and sometimes it's really hard for them to bind because that one of the other things is we work really hard as a, as a, as a committee and we don't have a real space where we can hold meetings. And there's an awful lot of Irish communities that are like that. So one of the things I was looking at trying to introduce is what I call a a, a Sydney Irish sense sort of centre of a, a hub. So we're all so we can all use a building, a office space, or a floor of an office space, and all be part of that. And that would the collaborative that we would get from everybody being in that space together. You know, it might even be a point we could share an admin person, but we'd have an address. But what would happen is that Irish community would grow. It wouldn't be St. Patrick's Day here. It wouldn't be the lands down here. It wouldn't be the Ireland Fund. It wouldn't be, you know, some of the um, the, the Irish language group. We would all be in a proper community um, supporting each other and helping each other a lot more. And it's very hard for us because, you know, we sometimes run the meeting in the back room of the Merck. Um, it's not ideal, you know. We're running a four-day major event in Sydney. We don't have an office. We don't have a phone. We don't have a photocopier. So that's one of my things at the moment that I'm trying to sort of feed through and get off the ground, um, where we can actually have proper a proper office space, a proper address, a proper photocopier. You know, you name it. But but also we would work better together. Um, and and it's like with anything, you know. When community groups come together, when you go and ask for help, you go and ask for support, it's it's a lot more forthcoming. You know, it's, my expression is like you're in the playground and you're all together, and they're you know, there's a lot better force when you're all working together. It's a it's a lot of you know the economies of scale and everything else that go with all all that that sort of format and that remit. So, um, that's something that I'm working on in the background as well as well as working and running same batches yeah and i will i, I, I will just on that point i do think um our current uh, consular general rosie Keane. i think she is also trying to push that kind of more collaborative approach between all of the various irish you know community groups agencies you know all of those i think she's done a you know to be fair to her since she's arrived um you know because we get new consular generals on a fairly regular basis you know, I think That's she's right, yeah. definitely trying. She's trying to also coordinate that from from her end and, and try and facilitate. It. So, That's right. um, and I yeah. and I, th- I think it makes perfect sense. You know, for you know what you're trying to do because, as you say, you know. As somebody who works on much smaller events, you know, to pull off something that's, you know, a four day thing where you've got, you know, public safety, insurance, liaising with like New South Wales police, liaising with the like city of Sydney, um, you know, all that like just administrative stuff in terms of forms and approvals and permits and licensing. Yeah. And, you know, that is quite a, an undertaking. But yeah, maybe we, we can just focus on that for people as well. And, um, you know, you've got the committee and volunteers, and I'm sure like any committee you're always looking for more volunteers so i think if you know if people always, you know, yeah. go there this year and they're thinking okay i want to be somehow involved um next year to like definitely you know reach out and and you know whether that's from a times skills perspective or from a financial perspective um you know i look through this year's booklet you know you see so many irish companies um in there you know taking out advertising slots and you know that all you know feeds back into you know putting on the event um 
and you know everything is free which is uh, which is amazing Absolutely. but in terms yeah. of yeah, the funding maybe if we just talk about that for a second i mean how i mean how is a festival of this size you know funded <laughs> to actually you know get all of that stuff in place like on the day right so yeah so i mean even like when covid was around and we actually uh, had to cancel our event the day before because of covid and it wasn't through we could it was more of a um people were more worried about the covid spreading through the event so we actually cancelled and between you and me we still made some money that year we didn't lose any money which was good um but yeah so we we work i mean obviously like a lot of the irish companies are absolutely brilliant we work on grants so the grants we've stepped up in the last few years so we get a multicultural grant which we I don't. Think, I don't think. I'm not sure we've ever had that. We get. We do get a grant now from the city of Sydney, which we've we've had to work on really hard to get that. Um, we get a grant from the ESD Irish government as well, and there's another one. Oh, we get a grant from Premier Gales as well. Then also we've got um, the booklet. Is I mean, good old Dermot is absolutely massive. It is one of our biggest fundraisers the booklet it brings us in lots and lots of dollars um which is great um we also do our christmas ball so we had our christmas ball on the first of december this last year and again it was the biggest one we sold out we actually sold out we had people still trying to get tickets at last minute so we sold out we on that particular event we do an online auction we also do a raffle and we were fortunate this year because the Lansdowne gave us a travel voucher and so did Senator Deborah O'Neill. So we ended up with two travel vouchers. So we had a bit of a bit of a nibble at both sides of the coin on that one. So that was our big. That was one of our biggest ball fundraisers. And then of course sponsors. So we have we we've got Endercom that sponsors the parade. We've got the Island Fund sponsor our citizenship area. We've got Roadworks sponsors our children's area. We've got the Merck sponsoring the um, sessions area. We've got Muff Liquor that are sponsoring the stage along with Scruffy Murphy. So if if there's a way of getting some money for something, we've, found, we've managed to do it. So between all that and over the, the, the years, um, and even like a couple of years ago, we didn't do the parade, but we did the citizenship, we did the children's area and did the main stage. And we had to just license the main stage area. And that way... I know a lot of people didn't like that because they could bring the children into the license area, but we did that because we saved on costs on security, we saved on costs on licensing. That allowed us to do an event without losing money. So we're we're very calculated in in what we do. So we still bring the, the event to everybody, but we've done it with a real financial background cause as well. Um, what we did last year, we actually went, let's just go for it. Let's just have one heck of an event. And we didn't actually make any profit, but we didn't lose a lot of money either. And, you know, we're still financially very, still okay. I mean, I'll never say that we're not okay because I don't want people to think they don't have to give to us because it's it's that saving for a rainy day. We can only keep going all the time we've got money in the bank as well. So we're trying to keep ourselves a year ahead of ourselves each time with the with the coppers in the bank. The, um, the other thing that I will mention, actually, when we talk about fundraising is on the day, on or Saturday night, we've got salsa in the main in the Fleet Park. If you haven't seen them, people, please come down and see them. They are absolutely amazing. Also, what we will have, we'll have the squares and we'll have donation buckets. So we will sort of be pestering people. You know, even if it's a gold coin donation, 
we actually like the ones that aren't too noisy. We like the ones that flow in quite nicely rather than the, the noisy ones. But, you know, anybody that's there, please pop in and put something in the bucket, whether it's, a you know, or was that your card, whatever it might be. All that helps us to be able to keep going at the level we're going with with the city St Patrick's Day and that is for the the Irish community and it's for the children and children and children of the and also not the Irish people the you know all communities can come along and be part of it yeah i think um you know that's one of the things that i definitely know about the you know the St Patrick's Day parade is you know you get a lot of interest from you know friends of yours who are english australians you know they're all like very keen to like come down and check it out and you know get, find out a bit more about you know kind of irish culture and you know have a bit of a good time and you know i always find you know all of our kind of uh, non-irish friends are very very interested in you know what are you doing on the day and you know what's happening and you know is it okay if we tag along and all of that I, I think it is and just on this on the on the support um i know you've got on your website you can buy uh, a little shamrock and put your like you know family shamrock, name up yeah. there in the county that you're that, that you're from um and i think it's yeah. 25 dollars or something for the small one and uh, there's an even bigger yeah, one and yeah, then so they're going up um yeah. down in and around the festival area you know which is a quite nice thing you can you know i've made a thing for the you know i think it's a great thing for the kids to say okay now we're going to go and find now where our one they're gonna like look through all these shamrocks and try and find find the one with you know their family name the on shamrock it. yeah the shamrock it's called the shamrock wall so it would be a big long wall and you know obviously everybody that puts their name down on the shamrock and it is it's a lovely one to people love doing it and then sending the photos back home and you know from where they where they're from and stuff like that so it becomes quite mean it's you know it becomes meaningful and last year where we had the actual wall going along you could actually see the opera house in the background so you know, it's it's a fantastic thing to do, and you know that. You know, again, that's on our website. So you've really got to go to www.sydneystpatricksday.com, and all that information's on there. It's a flick of a button. There's a big donation button on there as well. If anybody wants to come in and do that, but um, but yeah. So it 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 all the information is on our um is on the web page, and you know we've got a new marketing girl that's done a great job, and we've been very fortunate. We've got Sean, who's our logistics girl, and. She, our logistics, and as you were mentioning earlier on, logistics side of putting all that together, planning, preparation, paperwork, police, all the all the authorities and stuff. You know, it's not an easy feat, and she's done a fantastic job. Um, not and exactly, this year yeah. we've got, and this year in the parade, um, because I just write to to everybody, um, asking them to come along and join us, and we've actually got, um. The Honourable Peter Dutton, the leader of the opposition, coming down. And we've got our wonderful Deborah, Senator O'Neill, and Mark Corey, who used to be the Multicultural Minister. Uh, Marjorie O'Neill, MP for Coogee, or County Coogee, as we call her. And obviously our fantastic Rosie Keane, and the new Deputy um, Consult, which is Kevin Hennessy. So we've got them uh, going to be there as part of the parade as well. So... Um, which is which is great, and the parade is uh, it's it's going to be so exciting. There's so so much going on in the parade. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to persuade I've got to persuade some friends to dress up as inflatable horses. So there's going to again, it's going to be a bit for everybody in there. And again, this is the first time in ten years that we're going to have vehicles, so we're going to have little floats in there. So we all our parades up until now have been walking parades. 
So this time we're actually going to have vehicles and everything in there as well. So, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm so, looking, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it myself. It should be, you know, it should be a a great occasion. And uh, I would say about about your website because I I saw when I was on there buying the the little shamrock for for my family. I saw the you know this year's festival booklet is on there. You know details everything that's happening over the four days. It's got a map of you know where everything is at you know various points down around the rocks because I know you're like listing out places and people, um you know mightn't yeah. know exactly the address but they roughly know. Oh yeah, it's kind of down here or you know past the overseas passenger terminal or it's around this way and um, but the actual name they mightn't be familiar with but you know there's a a great map in there and and all of the you know events and and stuff is listed on there right so you can you know download that before you before you uh, go and have it on your well, phone we, or we whatever could... um, yeah no we will we also we also produce a booklet so we actually produce a physical booklet as well so we, we'll have that uh we'll have that out actually the end of this where are we yeah the end of this week actually so we'll we'll have that out and we'll be putting that around for people to see but but certainly yeah everything is everything's in there if you don't know where you're going there's a map you can follow um you're absolutely right mark it's 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 all there we've done everything we can to, to push that through and also the fact that uh st patrick's day is actually on the sunday the fact we've got to pray down a major street we are expecting you know a, a reasonable amount of media coverage and uh you know, one of the goals when I first started was to put Sydney St. Patrick's Day back on the map in the global world of St. Patrick's, because obviously St. Patrick's Day is an international celebration around the world. And people will say, oh, New York's number one or Boston's number two and Dublin's number three. And I said, well, Sydney should be up there, actually. You know, it's a big enough city. It's got a massive Irish community. It should be up there with, with, with New York and Boston and, and Dublin and so we're getting there. We are getting there. So um, so this year is very, very favourable. I'm just waiting from um, just waiting on the greening now. So it's not through the want of trying. So we're hoping we'll get the Opera House turned green. Um, that's something that's been going for at least ten years. So we're hoping that we will get that back uh, back on. Especially the fact it's St Patrick's Day itself. So um, but yeah, we you know for a city like Sydney, you know it needs to have. And uh, you know a top showcase St Patrick's Day, and we're getting there slowly but surely. But we are getting there. But um, yeah, and, and, and you know, and we've proved that we can do it. So you know, we 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 put it out there. We proved we can do it. So it's just um just a case of, of of making it bigger and better. And um and, and and again, you know, through support sponsorship, um, we we can do it. So we need to just we, we you know, and the team that we've got are, are so good. You know. You know, like you said, if you've done events, you can imagine like the commitment from people giving up their time voluntary. You know, not a penny passes; it's all voluntary. So tremendous, tremendous passion and tremendous heart that they have, which is, you know, and I'm truly grateful for all the support they've given me. And um, I know we're kind of specifically talking about the the Sydney one, but yeah, you know, you mentioned the other parades around the world. You know, New York, Chicago, Dublin, wherever it might be. But you know, if you're anywhere else in australia you know please get out and support your local um st patrick's day parade where or event if it's happening whether you're in brisbane or melbourne or Perth or or anywhere else around the around the country you know i think a, a lot 
of the community groups have, have stuff going on bigger smaller or whatever mm. but you know it's the the one day in the year to kind of get out and and support these organizations and you know celebrate everybody's kind of heritage whether you know your first generation like me second generation like uh you are you know even further down the line you know that that it's a it's important not to lose that connection and that you know a bit of bit of cultural heritage that you know we all have and you know it's generally you know a, a very enjoyable experience you know once you make a little bit of effort to go to wherever the wherever the event the, the event is on that's right yeah because even like the central coast are starting to put um you know put some st patrick day's events on now as well so you know um so that so yeah so it, it, you know definitely wherever you've got an opportunity to go out and support and you know, be Irish for the day or, you know, or you, know, you need to celebrate your culture. You need to celebrate where you come from. You need to be, you know, to be who you are and know who you are. So it is extremely important that, um, you know, that, that, that people do because otherwise it will just, it will just die off. If people don't make the effort to, to get out there and support, then, you know, especially like smaller areas, I think even Newcastle do something and, and I know Central Coast do something. So, you know, people do, you know, and and guaranteed every time people always have such a great day, you know, at the end of it, it is such a great day. It's, and it is, it is a lot of fun. Um, and it's, it, you know, and especially like some of the areas, there's a lot of learning as well. You know, I mean, even like salsa coming down from Brisbane to the Saturday night, just to hear their, their their songs, their reels, their rhythm, you know, is great. It it you know, it, they they got up on stage last year, and they started playing. And he went, "Come on, then!" Within the next second, First Fleet Park was full of people standing up dancing, all enjoying themselves. And because it was a free event, even people walking past were coming in that weren't English, and they were you know, there were different there was different nationalities and there was at least over 1300 people in the park that evening just having the most amazing time so yeah people should get out support and they will have a good time as well is it you know they will and also you know it it, it comes from the heart as well you know when you, when you especially when you see the children as well being you know they're going to be in the parade and the the Irish dancers are going to be in the parade and the Irish bands and you know all that it's yeah it's going to be it's going to be heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff so yeah if you're if you're out and about like you said get and support um because you know we don't want it dying out we want to keep it going we want to keep it strong and we can only do that with support from from everybody no exactly and um yeah hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be another another big success and yeah long may it continue uh, Karen, thanks very much for for joining us, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to some of the some of the events. Uh, I'm definitely going to be 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 in and ar- in and around there over the weekend, and um, yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll have you. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll have you back on in a, a couple of months' time once you've uh, had a rest and you can give us a, a debrief on how 2024 went and maybe give us a. <laughs> You know, a few hints of who might yeah. who might be coming in twenty twenty five, or you know what's what, you yeah. know what are going to be some of maybe yeah. the highlights. Uh, for that's right, yeah. I mean, that's what we all, we all go into a coma for about the three weeks afterwards. We can't speak or talk or anything, and then yeah, so yeah, we'll take a little while before we actually get back to being fairly normal. But um, but yeah, definitely, yeah, we'll definitely be yeah looking. I mean, we were very close to having a couple of acts this year, but um, they were committed elsewhere, and uh, we were hoping they were going to do that to you know 
so we wouldn't have to charge. So that's one of our goals, and it's been our goal for a while, is to, to put on a free event. Um, and, you know, maybe down the track that might have to change. But, you know, until till that happens, we will sort of keep going as we are. And um, But, yeah, so, yeah, we'll, um, yeah maybe we'll get together in about, yeah, a month afterwards when we're fully recovered no i i i can totally relate yeah once your event is done dusted out of the way you're like okay that's it now i'm like not even yeah. going to think of anything for 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 another while before the next one rolls around karen we leave it there thank you very much for taking the time okay. out to to join us and um yeah looking forward to uh whatever it is two and a bit two and a bit weeks time and we'll yeah that's uh, right hopefully it'll all be a big success and uh, yeah. everybody enjoy themselves and everybody get out there and, and support and donate or contribute uh, where you can so that you know we can preserve it and and try and as you say put it on the put the sydney event on on the map of okay when people are thinking you know the big st patrick's day parades you know that uh, sydney gets into that list with the dublins and the new yorks of the world exactly exactly right exactly right so yeah come down join the parade we we give out you we give out some Irish flags. You can all wave that as the parade. There's some really great, great, great stuff in the parade this year. So um, yeah, definitely come down and uh, be and, and you know just by being there, waving the flags and everything else, you're part of it. So you know you're going to be there. So it'd be great. Okay, and, we'll uh, yeah, we'll there. catch thanks, up. Karen. All right, you're grand. Thanks very much for that, Mark. Appreciate it. And that's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And as I said to start, if you did like today's show, please follow us on your podcast app. And while you're in there, leave us a review and we'll talk to you the next time.